Do you earn a good living now, but worry about not having enough money for a future time when maybe you can't work due to illness or injury? Well, disability insurance is your answer. However, you do need to make sure that you're getting an insurance policy that will meet your needs and not waste your money. Welcome back to another episode of Family Wealth and Other Musings. I am your host, Becky Easton, and today I'm going to cover seven issues to consider when purchasing disability insurance. And I do want to remind you that unless we have an agreement to such effect, I'm not your attorney, so you shouldn't think of this as legal advice specifically for you. Um, And you definitely want to reach out to a qualified attorney, personal family lawyer like myself, or a great insurance agent, um, since we're talking about insurance today. Um, If you have additional questions, get in front of the right professional to help you answer questions for your specific situation. So with that being said, there are um, seven questions and the answers to which can give you the best chance of finding a disability insurance policy that's well suited for your particular situation. So first question, what is disability insurance? Disability insurance pays benefits when you are unable to work because you're sick or injured. Most policies pay a benefit that replaces a percentage of your income. But disability insurance is not the same as health insurance. It doesn't cover your medical bills. Instead, disability benefits replace a percentage of the income you lose due to your inability to work. So you can cover your basic financial needs, like paying bills, covering daily living expenses, and providing for your family until you can return to work. So to begin your search for disability insurance, first you wanna get clear about your minimum financial needs or what we call your minimum to thrive number. And you'll wanna know that in the event that you become unable to work. And if you don't currently know what that minimum to thrive number is, you can reach out to a personal family lawyer for help calculating that number. And we can help refer you to tools or even an advisor who can support you. Number two, should you even get disability insurance? Well, if you're the breadwinner in your family and your income would stop if you became ill or injured and could not work, you definitely should be looking into disability insurance. According to the U.S. government statistics, one in four 20-year-olds become disabled before reaching retirement age. It's, It's stats like this that make it all the more important that you consider protecting yourself and your family with disability coverage. Number three, what's the difference between short and long-term disability insurance? So there are two primary types of disability insurance, short-term and long-term. Short-term disability insurance typically lasts between three to six months and sometimes up to a year or more. These policies generally cover about 60 to 80% of your monthly gross income. And the premiums you pay generally range from one to 3% of your annual income. One major upside to short-term policies is that the payouts usually happen within about two weeks, which can be a lifesaver in an emergency. Long-term disability insurance can pay benefits for a few years or until your disability ends, even if that's when you retire. Most long-term policies cover 40 to 60% of your monthly gross income, but policies that pay up to 70% do exist. Long-term disability policies also cost between 1% and 3% of your yearly income, but based on the benefits, they tend to be more cost-effective in the long run. 
With that said, however, it can take up to six months to see a payout from a long-term policy, which may not be a realistic option if you need money immediately to cover your living expenses. As a result, I tend to recommend covering both your short-term financial needs with an emergency savings of six months and then getting a long-term policy to cover those longer-term needs. So what does portability mean? If you purchase your disability insurance through your workplace, ask if you can keep that insurance when you leave the company. If your insurance is non-portable, your coverage will end when you leave the job. So having a portable policy means that you'll be covered no matter where you work. And although many disability policies purchased through an employee or an employer rather are not portable, it's definitely something you should ask about. And if portability is important to you, consider purchasing disability insurance on your own rather than through your employer. Question number five, what are the renewal options for disability policies? Well, there's a guaranteed renewal policy and that allows you to renew without making any changes to your coverage, but your premium may fluctuate. A non-cancelable policy means your coverage and your premiums cannot be changed, assuming you pay your premiums on time. Also, be sure to find out if premiums are waived during a qualified disability. Given these considerations, the best policies will be non-cancelable and guaranteed renewable. Obviously, such policies will cost more, so consider what's best for you. And if you need help making your decision, you can reach out to a personal family lawyer near you. We can help recommend a trusted insurance agent and then help talk your options through with you. Question number six is, how do cost of living benefits work? Cost of living benefits are not included in most policies, but adding this rider is definitely something to consider. Cost of living benefits are designed to provide financial stability by offering an increasing benefit to keep pace with an increased cost of living. It's especially important right now when we're experiencing unprecedented levels of inflation. When choosing cost of living benefits, Consider choosing policies that increase on a compounding basis. Compound interest is earned on the principal and the interest. This additional rider can help your benefits keep pace through inflation, even after your disability ends. And the last question you wanna think about is, do you need a future increase rider? A future increase rider is another option to consider adding to your disability coverage. It's worth looking into, particularly if you think your income may increase significantly over time. With this rider, you're able to increase the monthly benefit of your policy, regardless of your health status. Without it, your policy will not change to protect your future income, and your benefits will pay out according to your income when you first obtained coverage. With that said, many insurance companies will limit the total supplementary coverage that can be implemented each year with a future increase rider. So even if you have this option in place, the benefits might not fully reflect your future salary. So get some help choosing your coverage, guys. When you're shopping for a policy, it's best to work with an insurance agent who can survey many different companies to help you choose the right policy for your budget, age, health, and other factors. And remember, you must have a policy in place before something happens. If you're already sick or injured, you can't buy disability insurance to make up for that lost income. One of the ways that we try to support our clients is by discussing matters like this with you during your family wealth planning session or at your annual or three-year 
uh, review meetings after you've completed your life and legacy plan with us. If you don't have an insurance agent that you're already working with, we can connect you with an agent that we trust and then provide objective counsel to help you decide on the best coverage for you and for the people that you love. If you're not already a client of ours and you're in Arizona or Colorado, you can contact us today to schedule your family wealth planning session. And if you are a current client of mine and are ready for a review of your legal and financial choices, again, reach back out. You can hop on my calendar by going directly to bit.ly forward slash call Easton Law. And if you are not in Arizona or California, California, I'm not licensed there, Arizona or Colorado, you can find a personal family lawyer near you by going to personalfamilylawyer.com. The, one of the things I love most about being a personal family lawyer is that we don't just draft documents. We ensure that you make informed and empowered decisions about life and death for yourself and for the people you love. And that's really why we offer this initial family wealth planning session. It, it's during that session that you get more financially organized than you've ever been before and make all the best choices for the people that you love. So if this is something that is making your ears perk up, I definitely recommend that you reach out and find a personal family lawyer near you and get this started um, and to get this weight off your chest and um, off your mind. So thank you again for tuning in to this episode of Family Wealth and Other Musings. I'm your host, Becky Easton, and I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you tomorrow.